Hey, this is Rene, and you're listening to the morning show on CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, March 30th. Coming up on today's Tanchamar Report. And overall, I believe it's positive. That's Tanchamar Acting Treasurer Michael Beale summing up his thoughts on the capital spending package presented to Council on Wednesday. We'll take a look at some highlights of the $3.8 million spending plan coming up shortly, right after today's briefs. Today marks the ninth annual Mountie Day, when the town takes time to formally support Mount Allison and in particular the school's athletics programs. Town officials will raise the Mountie flag, offer remarks, and serve up some cake at Town Hall starting at 11 a.m. today. The New Brunswick Health Council is in Sackville tonight for an engagement session on virtual health care. The council is an arm's-length government organization with a mandate to study and report on health care in the province. This time, they are looking into patient experience with virtual care. Organizer Monique Bridot says the focus group will be a chance for Sackville residents to answer questions and have a discussion about their experience with virtual visits with doctors and nurse practitioners. The session is happening tonight from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Sackville Commons Co-op at 18 Lauren Street. People should call or email Monique Bridot to register at 869-6725 or monique.bridot at nbhc.ca. Massive population growth in the Moncton and Shediac area area could mean extra students for Dorchester Consolidated School and Port Elgin Regional School. The change for Dorchester would see between 39 and 73 new students next fall, a significant increase for the small school, which in 2021-2022 had just 78 students enrolled. Port Elgin Regional School could see between 63 and 100 additional students next year. In 2021-22, Port Elgin had 173 students enrolled. The new Port Elgin students would be coming from Shediac Cape School, a kindergarten to grade 12 Anglophone school on the western side of Shediac. The boundary change would mean kids living east of Grand Barachois would be bused westward to Port Elgin instead of heading to Shediac Cape. Dorchester Consolidated would take kids in the Memrancook area up to Dover Road, who are currently being bused to Lou McNairn School in Dieppe. If the boundary changes go through, those students would proceed on to Tantramar Regional High School when they graduate from Dorchester and Port Elgin. Anglophone East Superintendent Randolph McLean presented the possible changes to the District Education Council at their March meeting, and the council voted to take the ideas to a public consultation. These are ideas and thoughts and wonders and possibilities that we put together. We do not have monopoly and good ideas. If there's better ideas, this is not written in stone. This is given what we know today, what potential options are. Council member Dominic Vautour echoed the idea that the proposed boundary changes were not a done deal, but also that some sort of action was necessary. But the point of the consultations is, is we need to hear from the public. We, we're not just going to push through and do this. Mm-hmm. We really need your input and uh, and hopefully get some buy-in. Um, we're not doing this because we want to. We're, we really don't want to do this, but <laughs> we have to. I mean, our schools are bursting at the seams. In addition to the suggested boundary changes to redistribute students to less crowded schools like Dorchester and Port Elgin, the school district has also requested new schools in both Shediac and Dieppe. 
The Shediac School is approved and expected to be built by September 2024 at the earliest. McLean said that since 2018, the Anglophone East student population has grown by nearly 2,500 students. The student populations in the Tanchamar family of schools have not seen such a dramatic rise. The largest increase has been at Marshview Middle, Middle School, which had 37 more students in 2021 than it did in 2018. Now for today's feature story. Tanchamar Council approved capital spending totaling about $3.8 million at a Wednesday special meeting. The municipality will apply to borrow about $2.5 million, and the other roughly $1.3 million will come from its regular operating budget. Here's Acting Treasurer Michael Beal. Uh, I would sum it up as Sackville has, is able to do what we needed to do in capital. Uh, Dorchester is able to get what they need to, to have done in capital. And overall, I believe it's positive. A good chunk of the spending is part of the municipality's utility budgets. There's 491000 for various Sackville water and sewer projects, including a new half-ton truck, a project to get rid of a lift station on Brooks Avenue, and paying for the more expensive-than-expected trunk sewer replacement project along the Trans-Canada Trail. Over in Dorchester, over a million dollars will be authorized to cover a major lift station upgrade, but 700000 of that is expected to come from the federal and provincial governments as part of bilateral funding agreements. Tanchamar will borrow 800000 to cover the purchase of a new fire truck for the Dorchester Fire Department. The department also needs a new fire hall. Before amalgamation, the village earmarked some money for a study to look into options. That money will come through this year, along with a small pot to look into remediation of the Dorchester Village office, which has been closed due to air quality issues. CAO Jennifer Bourne said there's no news yet on the future of the village office. It would be too, it would be premature to speak to anything we don't have. We only have lab results as of now. We don't have any further recommendations, anything to present to council. Um, so until we're able to sit down as a management team and look at the, you know, the results, the recommendations and prepare a report uh, for council, it would be too easy, too early to determine, you know, safe occupancy, what, uh, any time in the near future and, and what the costs really are. As for a new fire station, the village purchased land in 2021 and Bourne says she thinks amalgamation might help speed up the process of actually getting a building built. Um, it was my understanding when I started five years ago that this had been over a 20-year process already that they had been discussing it. Um, so it's, it's great first initial steps. And as Mr. Beale said in his presentation, again, a pro of amalgamation that with more, more hands, so to speak, to, to do the work, um, these, these things like development of a fire hall will actually happen faster. While there's roughly $60,000 set aside to look into repairing the Dorchester Village office and building a new fire station, one item was conspicuously absent from the capital project list for the village. Shep the Sandpiper is ready and waiting to return to the village square, but the list of capital spending approved Wednesday did not include the $10,000 required to pay for the finished statue. Paving is another big-ticket item, with all of Sackville's $400,000 in gas tax funding set aside for paving of various streets. Dorchester has even more gas tax money to spend after stockpiling it for a few years. 430000 will go towards street upgrades, 76000 to an outdoor rink pad, and 50000 to other recreation infrastructure. Some other big-ticket items include $200,000 for a new sidewalk plow for Sackville and $185,000 for a new electric Zamboni for the Civic Centre. 
The electric Zamboni caught Councillor Bruce Finney's attention. Here's a Q&A exchange with Finney and Facilities Manager Todd Cole, as well as Acting Treasurer Michael Beal. I'm curious to know how much is the cost of a regular Zamboni propane-wise, as compared to the 185 for the electric? Thank you, Councillor Finney. They're, they're approximately about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 cheaper. Um, but then you have to pay for your propane and all of those things. And, of course, it's not good for the environment. So we're certainly looking at switching to electric uh, as per our climate change lens that we're looking at everything when we purchase. I'm asking because of the fact that the power rates are going up, as a matter of fact, I think the 1st of April. So what's the trade-off and the cost of electricity as compared to propane? Uh, certainly is the greenhouse emissions. Um, the electricity will be already in the building. We will not be burning propane inside the building any longer. So that's our big trade-off. Secondly, when you charge an electric vehicle like a Zamboni, it's not going to burn a lot of electricity, and it's easily charged right there while it's parked. Um, additional, I want to, additional to that as well is uh, propane cost fluctuates as well significantly. Um, so when we get propane, we never know what the cost is going to be based on the market. Same as fuel, right? We know what fuel the pump goes uh, goes up, goes down quite quite a bit. Uh, the other aspect I would say with that as well is we're burning propane on the inside of a closed-in facility. So the fact of running an electric machine versus the propane and fumes would be a would be a benefit as well. Are there any places that you looked at that have an electric charge uh, Zamboni at the present time? Uh, yeah, fortunately, I go to uh, a recreation facilities conference yearly, and uh, a lot of rinks have switched, including Amherst, have switched over to them. Uh, some groups now have already gone past the first-gen Zamboni and working on their second generation. Uh, there has been great improvements in the second generation as far as uh, longevity of batteries. Um, the biggest concern first-gen was batteries were lasting about 10 years, and then they were costing about 20 grand to replace. Now they're lasting a lot longer. Quispamsis, uh, for example, is speaking to them, and they're very impressed with the new Zamboni. The new Zamboni and the new sidewalk plow will replace two older pieces of equipment that will still have useful lives. Both the current Civic Center Zamboni and Sackville's other sidewalk plow will go to replace even older equipment currently being used in Dorchester. The local service districts didn't get much attention in the capital budget, but for the fact that Point Butte will have $85,000 earmarked in a reserve fund for a future fire truck. And there will be a small pot of money to spend on capital projects in the LSDs, thanks to additional funding coming from the gas tax fund. Council will have a chance in the coming months to allocate about $73,000 in spending in the former local service districts. The management team will think about it. Council wishes to think about it. What are the projects within local service districts that we could spend that money on other than roads, of course, because roads are a provincial responsibility. So we're going to put on our thinking caps. If anybody has any suggestions, recommendations, um, then bring them forward. But that is money specifically that has come as a result of the amalgamation and the local service district population increase. Council unanimously approved both its spending and the borrowing plan on Wednesday, and the town will now apply to the Municipal Financing Corporation to get approved for borrowing before putting out tenders. It's all happening months later than it normally would, due to the province delivering the Tanchamar budget sight unseen by any staff or council members in the first week of January. Councillors Josh Gauguin and Barry Hicks both expressed concerns over the late timeline. Gauguin concerned that some projects might not get completed, and Hicks that bids might come in high, as many companies would already have their plates full by the time they submit bids to Tanchamar. Beal acknowledged those issues, particularly in light of the fact that local contractors Beal and Inch will likely be out of the bidding this year.
We know when it comes to tendering, uh, one local contractor has received a huge contract uh, for Saffron, that is Lawrence Street Phase 3. So unlikely they will be bidding uh, many projects uh, moving forward because they're going to be tied up significantly. Um, so absolutely it could. Um, what we did try to do in this, in this budget breakdown, though, is you see we did no complete street reconstructions. Knowing that we already had a large project on the go with Lawrence Street Phase 3, and we really concentrated on, okay, let's get our fleet brought up to date this year because we're so late. So the fleet issues won't, won't, uh, won't have an effect. It's, there, there will be minimal contracts that will, should have that effect, uh, but there will be that effect. Um, so a lot of things will already be, uh, will already be I don't want to say off the shelf, but already ordered from, from manufacturers and suppliers. Um, so we really, when we talked as, as, as myself with the each manager, it was really to get the things that, that we could get done without having to call large tenders, without having to take that risk in, into place. So there may be a few issues that will have that risk, and we'll have to evaluate those as, the, as they progress, and if need be, we'll put them off. That's Acting Treasurer Michael Beal speaking to Council Wednesday right before they approved $3.8 million in spending for Tanchmar. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Thursday, March 30th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Nielsen president and CEO of the Dr. Barbara R. Clayton Appreciation Society. I don't always listen to the radio, but when I do, I listen to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville. And now the weather. Today, a mix of sun and cloud becoming cloudy near noon, with rain showers and flurries changing to periods of snow late this afternoon. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. Wind becoming south, 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 near noon. High plus 4, UV index 3 or moderate. Tonight, periods of snow ending early this evening, then mainly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest, 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, low minus 6, Wind chill near minus 14. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud. 30% chance of flurries early in the morning. Wind northwest, 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming light in the afternoon. High plus 3. Wind chill minus 13 in the morning. UV index 4 or moderate. Tomorrow night, cloudy, low minus 2. Saturday, periods of snow or rain, high of 6. Saturday night, periods of rain, low minus one. The Sackville Art Fair is a free two-day event featuring some of the best paint artists in southeastern New Brunswick. Drop in on May 6th and 7th to admire the art or purchase a piece or two of your favorites. The event will take place on the main floor of the Tantramar Veterans Memorial Civic Centre located at 182 Main Street in Sackville. 
For more information, contact 506-364-4930. Nominations are now being accepted for the Sackville Arts Wall. Biannually, the Sackville Arts Wall honors the achievements of Tantramar artists who have attained prominence in the literary arts, performing arts, visual arts, and arts builders. It also recognizes a citizen or group who has been instrumental in the cultural and artistic development within the community. Further information and nomination forms can be found on the Arts Wall page at sackville.com slash artswall or by calling 506-364-4930. Please submit forms by May 12th. Hola, buenas. Soy Max. Y yo soy Aiko. Y estás escuchando a la quesadilla del bañil. En CHMA 106.9 FM. En Sackville, New Brunswick. Thank you. 
to the world gave a ring Caught in a lie Now we gon' talk about this Come here and let me know Whether I should stay in faith or leave the city Let the truth in Faithful in mind yeah. Sipping on honey tripping I took the arm of death and let the winds of pain dig in Till the day you're ready to cry This is Craig Brett expressing just how lucky we are in Sackville to have CHMA for diverse music, local info, and a whole lot more. The Sackville Meditation Group meets every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. at the Sackville United Church, which is located at 110 Main Street. Join like-minded folks for an hour of mindfulness and awareness in a sitting meditation followed by tea and conversation. For more information, call Ryan Weens at 506-536-4390 or visit sackville-meditation.ca.
I'm not the type to make the first grand move. Toss the bass, then I wait for bites. Pescatarian, I pause the pace. I'm domestic marin, then the broad displays. Draws I take like the gun blue blast. Scenario set, if you ain't got a clue, ass. I'm everywhere, fire everywhere, jet. Body bare in the flesh, then let your tongue do the task. Uh. Clock's ticking, boy, you better be a G. Uh. If you gon' want your body on me, ooh. Are you timid or just gentlemanly? What? Either way, you got a minute till you're sleeping on me. Tell the time from my body. These hands, they do not lie. Tell the time from my body. Someone and something's on my Hey, quick, if you wanna lift the hem and they hit those bases with the hip rotation, pick location, drive up to my ends or the hotel suite, leave the phone, start a beep and buzz before you hold L's, no longer repeat the hugs, kisses and touches, lips licked and luscious, wish list and bucket, both of those you want, postpone, I'm gone. Clock's ticking, boy, you better be a G, uh, if you gon' want your body on me, oh, are you timid or just gentlemanly, what? Either way, you got a minute till you're sleeping lonely. Tell the time from my body. These hands, they do not 